0: black Art cinema podcast
1: black Heart cinema podcast coming back at you yep we're back it's me Fletcher joining me as always me Mr. Whitehead uh, Whitehead I'm gonna let you dis- or
0: tell the title of the movie we watched we watched um this was my first viewing and this is fletcher's second mm-hmm. um viewing of takashi mike's dead or alive one yeah and holy shit this was a. Uh, i'm just gonna go ahead and say i did not like the ending of this movie fair enough the rest of the movie golden great <laughs> movie up until the last minute
1: Literally the last minute for you.
0: Yeah, like, ugh.
1: We had to record right after because he was in such shock and awe
0: Yeah, the ending. The, 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 yeah, the very tail end of this movie broke me. Because um, I've, I've, I haven't have really watched a good... I mean, how, how would you classify this movie? Like a, I guess, a crime thriller? Yeah. But not really a... Well, maybe. I mean... Definitely crime. Crime
1: action, I... <laughs> I guess let me go ahead and just say I saw a trailer for this on a Genro DVD that I bought from Suncoast Video like 21 years ago now, and was always hard up to see it. And I straight up stole this movie offline off because I back in like 02 03 when I could find an actual DVD quality rip. So this was actually nice watching this. We watched this on Midnight Pulp, by the way. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, fuck ton of ads, sadly. But yeah. uh, this is probably the first time I this is the first time I ever seen it on a widescreen TV in true HD 1080p at least. Uh, based on the trailer, I knew it was going to be fucking wild, but that's to touch later on the ending. Um, also to Hudson, uh, who's been on the podcast several times, obviously I'd shown him a scene from this, from that DVD rip I had on cause And yeah, it's the scene where a woman is drowning in her own kiddie pool of shit. So that's the kind of movie this is. And it's Takashi Mike, like he said. So if you're not familiar with him, go check out uh, Ichi the Killer or Audition or whatever else the fuck he's done that I can't think oh, of off the top of my quite head. Quite
0: a bit. What? Quite a bit. And he's done oh, a video game. Like a notoriously hard video game. What video game do you do? Or my mind? Uh, Dika- uh, Takashi Mike's Challenge. Oh, okay. Takashi's Challenge.
1: Okay. Uh, so he's of uh, the obscene variety of filmmakers, but I do like him.
0: Yeah. Um,. Which, I mean, this, I mean, this movie kind of was close to, I guess, whatever genre Ichi the killer is, to an extent. Yeah. Like, he does, I don't know, the, the crime, the crime action films uh, rather well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was, uh, I found this, too, in the height of, like, uh, I guess my Chinese, Japanese love of cinema for a bit there, like discovering all the Hong Kong woos, uh, even, like, the stuff Sui Hart did or Ringo Lam. And uh, I can't remember who did Full-Time Killer, but I guess you need to check that one out, too. We were talking about that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I was down with this just because I like, like, stuff like Hardboiled, which you do, too. Oh, yeah, love um, it. And uh, also, too, for some reason, it really did remind me of Heat. I don't know why. I guess it's just a cr- cop and a
0: criminal going at each other. But, but the trailer... I mean, I, I can... I mean, for me, not so much. Just, it was just, you know, cop versus criminal. Well, well the
1: re- I guess the reason I say that is because the way they um, advertised Heat in Japan, they advertised it like is a versus movie, like Batman versus Superman, but De Niro versus Pacino. Yeah. So I guess because the trailer for this is very much like it's just these fucking two versus each other, dead or alive. Yeah. And I, I don't know anything about either one of the actors either. If they're like, really great for Japanese cinema or something. They did awesome. I mean, yeah, they
0: did. A, everyone does a good job in this movie. Even the girl who uh, drowns in her own shit. Yeah. Um, or the guy perpetrating the whole fiasco. Yeah.
1: Um, now, we're going like plot by plot, plot uh, or plot point by plot point, or do you just want to talk about scenes and shit? And... We can just talk about scenes. Okay, we, we don't have to go through the whole movie. Because it's it, not a super complicated... I mean, there is a plot... I guess I just want to make sure that's, like, known to anyone listening. But it's not super complicated.
0: No, and it's pretty good. Like, I I, I was really engaged throughout the whole movie. I mean, like like, uh, Fletcher had said earlier while we were watching it, it does hit a slow little slump of drama. I don't don't even want to... I mean, yeah, I don't really want to call it a slump. That's one
1: reason, too, I think of heat. Because it's like, heat starts out real pop. And then it's like, all the cop shit
0: and all the family shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, this movie starts with a... (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. Um, this movie starts with a fucking bang just all over the fucking place. Yeah. At people doing fucking... Uh, how long would you say that was? Um,
1: oh, that was easily like a 15-foot rail of cocaine. Oh, in one go. Yeah. He yeah. didn't quite finish it, but Yeah, Jesus I mean, kind of
0: fucks off off the end, but he snorts an obscene amount of coke. Just some random businessman who gets shot. I, I
1: think he was actually supposed to be uh, a
0: cop. When they showed his little
1: thing, the thing's supposed to be security. Uh, And that's why that other cop was suddenly all on our main guy about, like, what are you doing, man? Mm. Like, that guy was the new Yakuza bitch.
0: Yeah. That other cop. Well, the movie starts out just there's so many of these wild scenes getting thrown at you. And, like, there's a dude butt fucking another man in a bathroom. Then it's like, oh, here's some hookers. Uh, Here's some strippers. Here's some weird shit at a strip club. Here's a guy eating a bunch of noodles. Here's a naked bitch flying off a roof. Yeah, and then uh, the main character, uh, Ryu, his gang is out doing crazy shit. They all kind of get together. and Yeah. Yeah, then a bunch of people get murdered, and it's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. uh, Starts off hard as hell, just like an extreme action movie or
0: something. Yeah, it's almost just a little teaser of like, hey, we're... This movie's crazy and it is yeah um it's gross too i'm not gonna lie yeah but it's not really so much a versus i mean it kind of is but there's also the yakuza and the triads and there's of course the cops who there are some cops working
1: and then ryu and his half-breed gang of not quite chinese not quite japanese yeah the outcasts if you will yeah, they are they yeah
0: they they like at first I thought they were working for the yakuza. Then it was very well known, or I guess shown that they weren't.
1: Yeah, they were just trying to make their name. Yeah, there's the, also two uh, the Taiwanese setting off in the boatyard. Yeah, making deals with Ryu to fuck up the yakuza and the triads, and also bestiality. We can't forget that. Yeah,
0: the cop has a has an inf- I guess like contact, like I guess closest to the to the under the underworld contact would be the guy who makes porn and uh yeah he's a you get to see a dude fluff a dog to get him ready for a bestiality scene and we're pretty sure i guess we'll go and
1: say (laughs) we're pretty sure they really did
0: yeah it looked like he kind of it looked like that dude it looked like there was a hard dog dick in that yeah and he got awfully close to that lady yeah um but yeah he's yeah he's got this informant that he goes and talks to all the time, and he's always got that fucking dog with him, but of course, but luckily, you only get to see the dog jacked off once <laughs> you know
1: yeah it's uh it's absurd, i
0: mean I mean, yeah, but like overall the story just the 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 whole back and forth between the two the or the two different you know side or uh, they, i don't know at one point uh started started to comment on how high the uh the cop character wore his pants yeah and i was like oh well it's you know it's two sides of the same coin cuz the the main bad tough guy he wears his pants really high too um i was getting some like jo jo Toro vibes off his ass and I, like i well and even I just like he was 30-something, but he was still kind of in that and I, I hard, just, like, h- like hard high school gang member mode, just to, from his attire. I just
1: assumed he was supposed to be his age. He might have been younger. I really don't know. I was just going off the actor's age. Yeah. Then I was like, I just assume he's supposed to be his age.
0: I'd assumed he was in his 30s, because he had other little, like, younger hoodlums, like, calling him a hero and shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, a little older, but, again, I don't know what old is for the streets of Japan, either. man, I don't fucking know. But, I mean,
0: everyone else in this crew seemed, you know, like, they were adults. Yeah. Um, I guess his little brother was supposed to be, obviously, college age. Yeah. But, yeah, but, you know, you've got the cop side of the story, then you have Ryu's, which is... He's just a hard motherfucker trying to take care of business. He doesn't care who the fuck. Trying to come up in the world. Yeah, and he's you know paying for his little brother to go to school in America, and but then again he's not he's not afraid to you know plug a I'm assuming a, a kind of a longtime family friend for betrayal. Yeah, it
1: seemed like he was yeah, pretty tight with that guy.
0: Yeah, did, yeah, did not give two shits of just you know shooting him in the back. And Ryu, because they betrayed him,
1: Re will totally just kill a cop at random, even though they've gotten away with a score from a job.
0: Yeah, like he's just hard as fuck. He does not care. Zero fucks given by him. Yep, the whole movie. He's so hard. He barely even says much in this movie, which is really weird.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of cool. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, he is the stoic badass motherfucker of the of the movie. Rightfully so, because he's doing some hard ass things. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, gangland assassinations, drug deals, fucking probably a bunch of shit we didn't see off camera.
1: Yeah, uh, not afraid to murder a woman or child either.
0: I I kind of okay. I I mean declare de-de, uh, to clarify Fletcher's little s- statement. I don't. I at one point. After a bunch of shit has gone down, the cop is at the uh, police station, and his wife and the sickly daughter, getting ready to go in for extensive surgery. They're like, "Hey, can we borrow the car?" And then the car blows up because there's a car because they planted a fucking car bomb on it. But I don't think Ryu was actually trying to kill that guy's family.
1: Oh no, he wasn't. But he just—I mean by. Virtue, I guess he
0: did kill his family. Guess what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying he didn't, but yes, he is down to just shoot whoever. But I don't think he would be like, I'm purposely murdering that child.
1: Yeah, why like, he's true. not
0: that bad? Ah, that's all. get down, Yeah. Um,
1: his crew is wild as shit. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess in a sense. I don't want to speak too much because I don't know too much of Takashi Mike's work. I guess this is like his closest he'll get to being like, check it out. I'm making a gritty crime thriller. Like, I don't know. There's some pretty cool shots in this, like interior shots. I don't know. Like, I don't think he was trying to replicate anyone, but I guess this is the closest you could ever get to seeing Takashi Mike do something like, I don't know. Not heat, because I used that as an example earlier, but almost he esque with some of the just the gang members, like the triads and the, uh, yeah, like that meeting they had.
0: Like, don't you ever fucking embarrass me like that again. Yeah, like, uh, just overall, the movie was great. Story's good, just all the way up to the fucking ending. Yeah, uh, you want to go ahead and just talk about that? Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, like, like, like I addressed a second ago, the cop. The cop ended up kind of screwing him over on a, on some shit, you know, s- got a hold of his drug shipment and uh, inadvertently killed the guy's uh, wife and daughter. So, of course, there's a big standoff at the end, which Ryu even says, oh, we finally got to the last scene.
1: Yeah, which I, th- I yeah, always cause they're just like,
0: get it. Yeah, they're just like driving through a field. And I thought, well, that's kind of a super meta thing to say and like this movie's been the movie gets over the top at times like of course you know we get to see a woman drink a woman who was given enemas so many enemas to fill a fucking kiddie pool and then just they just drugged her up and put her in there and then drowned her yeah like was- for a movie that goes that absurd like, like i i can understand that that absurdness that grittiness because um, I mean, even the dog fucking the, just the rampant killings and shit. Like it's all based in realism and, and it, just that line. I, I just didn't even think anything about it. What line? Oh oh oh! This we, is the fin- last scene? Yeah, we finally got to the last scene. Yeah yeah yeah. And I was like, I, I wasn't thinking and, then basically they just play chicken in this field. Yeah. And of course we driver uh chickens out chickens out and they flip their car and uh they just start throwing fucking uh, one guy just starts throwing grenades at uh, the cops car as he's barreling towards them with another grenade and they've all got out and they're just kind of standing there by their wrecked car like oh, okay I guess he's going to fucking try to come get us and Ryu's buddy like throws one grenade it i guess goes off in front uh, of the way in front of the car way in front of the car and then he does the most ridiculous thing ever still based in like I could still see these char- that character doing this realistically because he's fucking wild because Ryu's gang is wild as shit he arms that last grenade and then just jumps in the air and head first through the windshield and it blows and you're just like holy shit and even one buddy's like oh come on out buddy where you at you know Huh?
1: Yeah, that guy was in total uh just
0: total uh denial about his buddy being dead. Yeah, oh, uh, even though like when that car blows up, it like goes up in the air and the one like the an g- absurd amount. Yeah, and the guy that was driving Ryu's car, he pulls a knife out and just flings it up in the air. And you're like, "What the fuck's he hitting at?" Like, "What what's he throwing and at?" What's he thing he's accomplishing with that? And you think, "Oh, okay, well, he's they've shown realistically through this movie this guy, you know, is crazy, wild. But it's kind of dumb. Yeah, I don't know because like, there's one scene where they there's like, hey man, you just monologue for a minute.
1: Lay off the drugs.
0: Lay off the fucking drugs, man. Like you just said, you were gonna try to be a god in five years. Like what what are you fucking doing? And so I could see a character saying, spouting lines like that, just throwing a knife at a fucking at nothing. Then the car lands and they're like, oh okay cool, and you know Ryu's last remaining buddy gets fucking plugged, and you realize, oh shit, that cop lived. Through a
1: massive explosion.
0: Yeah, through a massive explosion, which I thought he jumped out of the vehicle. Nope. Nope. I didn't, I didn't want to
1: tell you that when you leaned over and asked me that. Yeah, like, nope. no, he
0: was just in that vehicle, survived that explosion. The other guy got blown to bits. The guy holding the grenade. Why this guy survived the plot armor, I'm assuming. Again, the absurdity of this movie. But when he stands up out of that fucking car, dude, he's got that knife in just it was, st- <laughs> stuck in him. And it's just like, what? How? how and and even then my brain didn't trigger like okay this is still based in reality like it could just be a lucky shot then they start shooting at each other very epically and they they both take you know pretty fatal hits yeah all pretty much center mass yeah and they all and then they go to kind of like they drop their pistols like they're gonna fall both fall down at the same time then they catch themselves with their knees and like use their last strength to fucking look back at each other and then one guy pulls a fucking rocket launcher out from behind him out of nowhere and then the other then ryu pulls a goddamn orb out of his chest and uh then i just did not like the end of this fucking movie matt was matt was upset by this yeah like it doesn't make sense like the movie's already wild as fuck but grounded in realism
1: to a degree yeah to a degree but i'm just like fuck, man, like... It was also the beginning was wild that Ryu just gets away with staying on top of a car in a busy intersection and just shoots someone in the fucking head with a shotgun through the roof of the car and, like, none of the people react. No. Uh,
0: I guess everyone's just... I mean, would you react? Fuck yeah, that'd be horrifying to see. I mean, I, I would say... I'd, would, I'd say I'd stop him, I'd say I'd react, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure other people... It's I don't know, it's probably a common, enu- a common enough occurrence that they know to keep the fucking, you know, just... Put your nose down and look the other way. Unless you want some. Oh, look, I could see where you're going
1: with that, but... That was a busy-ass intersection in a well-lit part of Tokyo. Yeah. Like, I knew from the get-go... I didn't know that was going to have the end, so that the ending doesn't bother me as much, but... It's fucking absurd. I agree with you. But I was just like, alright, fuck it. Yeah. Which, I
0: mean... And I like, after I watched, after we finished this movie just, you know, minutes ago, me and Fletcher went outside to smoke and chit-chat. Um, Burned a skig. i oh, fucking kind of blanking when I was...
1: Well, I, in all fairness, I did tell you how the third one ended now before we got far in this movie.
0: Yeah, Fletcher told me some wild shit, and I was like, that sounds fucking absurd. So I kind of thought I cushioned you a little. I wasn't expecting it. yeah. But like, but like, okay, I remember. Like, like I said, we were outside smoking, and I was like, and I told Fletcher how I think this movie should end, and then I followed that statement up with, but I'm of a- course, the guy, you know, Takashi Mike, he would have probably thought that too, and he was like, no, nah, I want to top I wanna up, the ante. I wanna up the Annie, I want to up the Annie so fucking hard it's gonna break people's brains after watching it, and yeah, my he he succeeded because that and then kind of broke my brain for a bit. I could see it, I mean, I my bad. But uh no, I mean, like I said, I, this movie was really good just up
1: into that part. The, the I mean, maybe it's been so long since I've seen it, like I'm over like because it's years ago, because I remember being like huh? But at the same time, I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I like Orbs and I like DBZ. Like 13-year-old me was like, "Cool."
0: Okay, yeah, I could, I could see 13-year-old me too loving it and not questioning it. But, dude, it's almost like, what if Tango pulled out a cartoon ray gun and shot Cash? Oh, at I the very you. end of the movie. Like, that, that, Are you that, talking about Tango and Cash? Yeah, I am talking about fucking Tango and Cash. Like, or, I don't know, like, to go back to Heat, like, what if De Niro pulled out a, a fucking swordfish out of his pocket and stabbed De Niro, like, it, it, would would that ruin would that ruin heat for you if he pulled out a, a a fucking swordfish out of his pocket and stabbed the other lead at the very end of it
1: pulled it like a swordfish uh, like an actual fish
0: i'm think i'm talking uh who framed roger rabbit levels of cartooniness swordfish action would that ruin the experience of heat for you yeah, probably up until that point. Yeah, but... that's how I feel with this, and it's just like, dude, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't ruin the movie for you. I'm not gonna say that. Like this... mean, for
0: for me, it did. It did, and I it just. Ugh. I'm watching the second one sometime this week, later this week too. So yeah, because yeah, not... I've never seen. Let's the not get one. that shit twisted. I, I do want to see the rest of these. Because I have no idea if what the overarching.
1: I don't even know, like, where he was coming from with this. Like, I don't know what Takashi Mike's... If there's an overarching thing in the trilogy, I'm not going to spoil the only last 20 minutes I've seen of the third one on IFC, like, 20 years ago, 19 years ago now.
0: All I'm going to say about what Fletcher told me, I bet you can't guess that's what happens. Oh,
1: yeah, no doubt. Because that's
0: exactly how... I, I'm just going to assume each one of these movies is going to have a huh, what-the-fuck moment at the end of it, just to the, to the nth degree. Yeah.
1: Which yeah. man, I because you thought this was actually like a trilogy connected? Yeah, I did. And all I knew was because over just the years the same two actors.
0: Because over the years, I've heard Fletcher talk about this movie. Never, never once mentioned how cartoonishly bonkers the end of this is.
1: What did you think? Just it was just some like hard boiled the killer type thing I like from Japan.
0: Yeah, like straight up. I did not. I was not expecting some. Some Looney Tunes ass shit at the last at minute the thirty lo- maybe. I, would, I wouldn't even look the last thirty seconds. Yeah, it, like it just—I don't know—and just i, I do not know and just it, it put a weird taste in my in my mouth.
1: I- I'm surprised how weird of a taste is put in your mouth because we've seen some bonkers shit over the years.
0: Yeah, but just the mo- its just because the rest of the movie is so good. I enjoyed the rest of the movie so much, and I recommend everyone to go watch it. Maybe not watching a midnight pulp. Just for the ads, just for the fucking that. ads, because um we we're normally, you know, Tubi or you know, something. We I think we've done a f- maybe we've done a few uh uh you know, midnight pulp movies. We've done
1: two, but we still have not done episodes on it, and I'm not even gonna say those because you know those two movies to oh, talk yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and um But we will be re watching them, I assume, at some point and doing episodes. Yeah.
0: Like but the ads doing those weren't that bad but you know i don't know i hadn't i guess i hadn't used midnight Pope in a while i hadn't either
1: changed the whole user interface like i told you and i didn't know that that was gonna be that fucking many ads because it's not very long it's only like an hour 45. yeah uh but it probably took us all of two and a half hours to watch this i'd say because we finished we started like at 11. And we didn't finish till like right before two. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking ads. So,
0: so if you can find this movie elsewhere, I would say just pay the two or three
1: bucks and rent it or five nine nine, whatever it is. I've never actually ever looked to see if these are on Prime because I knew they were I, on I, Midnight I Pulp. I mean, probably, Pro, probably. I've just never took the time. Yeah. They've always been on Midnight Pulp, but two was always behind a paywall, and so was three. And I'd seen one at yeah. least, like. I probably watched that rip twice back in the day, so this might have been my third time watching it. Yeah, and, but, I, and I, I don't really want to knock
0: Midnight Pulp that hard. I don't. We just because there's there's some gems. We found some fucking gems. We have on found
1: there. two. I'm gonna say it probably worthy of tens on there. I
0: found at least four to five on my own, you know, including those two. Yeah, um, but it's just like Midnight Pulp delivered on for us one weekend. Yeah, like
1: two bangers in a row.
0: But it's just that. I mean.
1: Fuck, they're hungry for some ads yeah i don't know what's going on because that was never that many ads ever because like um
0: we never did an episode on it but that uh bloody body or what is it bloody muscle bodybuilder in hell movie uh, i pointed it out whenever we first got on the, oh yeah i've never seen it though so yeah fletcher's never seen it i watched uh i think i read about it and was like holy shit. It's supposed to be some guy's love letter, this uh, Japanese filmmaker's love letter to Sam Raimi's Evil Dead. Yeah. And apparently, so the story goes as far as I know, so I could be wrong. He made the movie and then didn't like it, didn't like how it turned out, so he remade it, then released it. I've watched it. It is the low, it's super low budget. Like lowest, lowest of the low, still a great fucking movie. Oh yeah, and uh, I watched it on here. I, I was like, oh shit, it's on here, and I tried to get. F- I think, I think Hudson, me, Hudson, and JB watched it one night. Oh really? And I was almost like thinking about texting me to watch it. No, I was like almost like ma- I was mad that there were so many fucking uh, ads.
1: Yeah, because I'm like you. I said it before. Midnight pulp. F- Probably is the best streaming service to fit this particular podcast is niche. Other than Tubi, if you will. Yeah. But Midnight Pulp just has got such even weirder shit than Tubi sometimes. Not as much as Tubi.
0: No, not as much as Tubi. I'm still suckling at the tit of of Tubi.
1: Tubi. We have been since we started this podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, Tubi's got some bangers. And we
1: both were... Accustomed with it before the podcast, even as individuals on our own, but uh, yeah, shit, man, uh, we're getting off topic, or track. yeah, we you, are. You want to rate uh, Dead or Alive and get the fuck out of here? I, I mean, I know besides the ending,
0: I'll give it, I'll give it a solid.
1: Hmm. You rate it first. I, I give it a seven because I can't rate it to the other two. Um, I I can handle the bonkers ending. It's just like whatever for me. Like, it was stupid as fuck. I get what you're saying, totally, uh, wholeheartedly. But I was like, I just knew enough about him as a filmmaker that I was just like, all right, whatever. Like, uh, I, I enjoyed uh, just the, I mean, I was totally like you. I was like, what the fuck, 13-year-old me? But I was like, all right. Um, I was like, I don't know where he's going with that, but maybe the other two will tie into it somehow. Yeah. And then I, like I said, I've seen the last 20 minutes, five minutes of three, and I was like, Okay. There might be some overarching thing here that I don't know that he's trying to I don't know display. And I think I might know it is, but I don't want to say it on
0: the podcast. I'll tell you later. All right. Um I'll I'll give it uh six point three out of ten. Six (laughs) six (laughs) point six point three um uh shit drowning pools out of ten shit drowning pools. What's the okay now my
1: question's what what is the point three of the dash where does the point 3 come in is all my only question
0: I don't know I just I, I don't want to give it a 7 cuz I you're, you
1: I think you're trying to say like you enjoy the uniqueness of it all Oh yeah it was it, a great movie it's just in terms of just story wise you were just so floored by that ending
0: it kind of ruins the movie You think it ruins the whole movie Like the whole thing I mean the <sighs> Like I said, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I got you, Um, and it's not—it's not what I've come to expect from this director.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: Um, But I don't know overall. Yeah, great movie. Go watch it. I guess Dead or Alive though we're gonna watch the second one. Oh yeah, yeah. We're oh yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna watch Dead or Alive because that one I have never even seen a trailer coming soon. We'll catch everyone in the next one. Peace, peace.